Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 114. Don't build for society's direction of success. Build for your soul's direction of purpose. And I'm going to use me as an example in this episode and talking a little bit about my own path of understanding this. Because purpose is sometimes a very, I don't want to say elusive, but a lot of people ask, you know, I don't know if I know my purpose. I'm not really sure what that is. And, you know, we've had this discussion before and I'm going to, I'm going to tell you about how you, some, some ways that you could possibly get there based on what I saw from doing it myself. And the basis for this podcast episode is because a lot of times it, it works like this. Society says that when you get these things, you'll be happy. And I say that the soul says when you're happy, you'll get these things. I reversed it. And we're not normally taught that from a very early age. And I feel like we should. Because what happens when we are in our clarity and our direction and our purpose, our happiness, our joy, it's not to say that you're happy all the time, but you like the way you are managing and building your life. The byproducts are the the, the things in this world or in a physical world, the, the material. And there's nothing wrong with the material. I think the material world is, is amazing. There's a lot of amazing things, but they can be a byproduct of you just being yourself and enjoying building your authentic self and, and operating from your soul versus a, a chase. Because when we chase things, typically it never ends because the goalpost always moves and chase is also an energy that says, I don't have. So if you're playing from an energy that says, I don't have, even when you have it, you won't feel like you have it because you've been playing in the energy all along of, I don't have. That's why they say, enjoy being present, right? So the question is, how do you understand what your soul wants? How do you get clear on a direction that feels aligned for you? How do you redefine your own success principles? So I'm going to, I mentioned at the top of this episode, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, how I, I came to this conclusion and some of the things that I started to do to have this conversation of, well, what does my soul really want? And, and what does feel aligned with me? And I'm not going to say that it happens overnight because it doesn't. Some people, it can happen like that. It's in a snap. I mean, something so monumental hit all at the same point and that was it. You just, you know. The next day, nothing was ever the same. Now, I've had moments like that, but it still took me some time in understanding uh, the fundamentals. So when I was younger, when I was in my 20s, and I was working on my very first tech startup, it started at 22. It was done by, well, actually, it really started at kind of like a 2021, but the, we actually started working on it. Uh, and it was finished by the time I was about 25 or 26 years old. And when I mean I learned every possible lesson you could from money to lawsuits to, um, which all ended up fine, by the way, <laughs> to losing friendships, to, uh, you know, having family involved, to not knowing what you're doing, but jumping in anyways and trying to figure it out, to the timing of a market, timing of an idea, all these things. But, you know, there was a, while I knew that what I was doing was going to be something 
monumentous for an industry and for artists worldwide and, and doing all these things that was of service, I still also was attaching myself to, well, this will be a billion dollar startup. This is going to be a billion dollar company. And by the way, this is early 2000s. This is before, you know, a lot of like all these, you know, this is before Facebook, just so you're aware, or like around the time of like an infant, infant baby Facebook. So, um, but the, the issue that I'm, I'm bringing up is more so thinking that, oh, it's got to be a billion dollar startup or, oh, uh, we're going to create this massive thing. We're going to change this and we're going to do that. The the ego portion of me that was coming through there's nothing wrong with wanting big at all but I felt like I was chasing something it wasn't until years later that I would reflect on it and say oh wow you know I was so concerned with building something so massive and taking on this massive role without just doing something simpler and more iterative and then that's event that's essentially how I learned how to scale business and how I learned to scale ideas was you start off very very simple you validate it and then you add on as you learn about the people you're serving that's it I mean obviously there's a lot more I'm a techie it's different but I'm not going to go in there but the point being is that I was thinking so big and in a way of almost validation well because that's what the startup people do and that's that'll that'll show them you know and, and people who said you know I couldn't do it like well I'm going to show them you know and I'm going to have a big company and I'm going to this and I'm going to that and you know I I there wasn't I wasn't an egoic person I mean my personality now is really how I've always been but my shift about what I want had to change because for a long time I played in the the ideology within business that well when I do these things I'll show them they'll see what I'm capable of or they'll um, they'll understand my vision and therefore you know they'll validate that I was right and all these things and um, I'm here to tell you don't do that because I guess over time, the harder I pursued them, the more disconnected I felt. And I didn't even know why I, I was just so, I think, concerned from a prover mindset of, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. That there's nothing wrong with knowing you can do it, but enjoy knowing you can do it and do it for the right reasons versus knowing you can do it and doing it for needing other people to say, yes, good good for you, you did it. You don't need to do that. And so I had different times of my life where I thought even, you know, after I got, so I got, I remember when I got divorced and I also lost all these contracts with these different companies that I was helping. And the irony was they were thriving when I was there. So it wasn't like I'd done, you know, I'd done the wrong things and so but when all these things were all of a sudden gone it was interesting because yet again I thought okay well you know I want to I want to have some very big conversations online and I want to talk about all these things and I want to start reconnecting with myself and my soul and that was the shift that was a major major shift and I sought my soul and that set me on path so here's some of the things that I wanted to encourage you all to do. Now, obviously, I'm leaving out a lot of details. I'm leaving out all the messy middle stuff because I don't want to go on a full tear on that on this episode. And we're you know about seven, eight minutes in. Um, but I wanted to paint sort of a picture of from about 20 to about 33, 34. 
I thought I had to build a lot of things to prove that I was good in business versus being good in business is about being in of service to others and doing things from the right place and that serve your soul and align with why you're doing it and the outcome's inevitable. So when I started seeking more of my soul, that's when everything started to change. And it's been a beautiful last you know, 12, 13 years of that. And what would it be, 11, 12 years, something like that. I guess started around 32, I'm 44. So what did I do? All right, well, number one, I sought out a spiritual mentor or two or three or four or five. <laughs> I sought out spiritual people because I wanted to know what I didn't know. I wanted to feel what was happening. I wanted to have an understanding of what is my intuition? Why is it that I know certain things, but sometimes I wasn't following it? Why would I go in direction A when I wanted to go in direction B? Why did I go in direction A when I knew direction B was better? Things like that. And also, you know, I wanted to know who I was as a man, as a person contributing to this world, but I wanted to have a better relationship with myself and through spirituality, and I was very fortunate, you know, I, I, I spoke to many rabbis, I spoke to a couple of pastors, I spoke to people in other uh, spiritual modalities throughout the years, and I mean, quite a few spiritual modalities. And it was very interesting to learn consistently about this relationship with my soul. And just practicing listening. We talk a lot. What happens when you shut your mouth and you start listening more and becoming naturally exploratory with what you're what you're sensing? The second thing I did is I started questioning why I wanted what I thought I wanted. So I want so my question to all of you is, can you question right now why do you want what you think you want? Where does it come from? And then can you go a little bit deeper and ask yourself, okay, I want these things, but why? What does it represent to you? What does it really mean for you? You know, does it, does it fulfill a sense of purpose or does it fulfill a sense of validation to a world that says, oh, look good for you. This is what you did. You know, I mean, by the way, it's interesting because I'm also a very private person. So it's not like I also want, uh, uh, you know, the world to see everything either. I mean, in terms of, you know, we're, I always say we're all publicly of service, but we're private people because we, we have to also live our lives. We have to constantly be in pursuit of, you know, who we are, right? Third thing I want you to consider is I wanted you to start looking at places that didn't work out and view them as being, maybe you were protected. I started looking at different doors that didn't open doors that closed environments I couldn't get into places that didn't work out people that didn't work out and during this spiritual journey I realized that something bigger was protecting me it's very easy to look at things and think that you're being rejected it's very easy to look at and say, well, why can't they see my value? And why don't they know who I am? And why don't this and why don't that? And it doesn't matter. They don't. And maybe they do. And they're just, they're, they're going through their own things and they're communicating differently to you. I learned a lot of valuable lessons 
from thinking about this one in particular. I learned that there were environments that I'm so grateful I did not end up in. There were circles that I am so glad I did not end up getting around and, and people, right? I learned that there were opportunities that would have worked me to the point of, you know, exhaustion other than ones that I'd already done anyways previously, you know, um, and it does affect your health. There were there were there were roles that I had when I was consulting that I remember being broken out all around my face and around my neck and underneath my neck. And uh, the moment that the job was done, the very next day, everything started clearing up. That was a year of putting up with that stuff on my on my face and neck a year. Think about the stress that I was going through. And so it's interesting because the moment I was out of that environment, I started to heal. So think about all the times that it was healing that you didn't get what you wanted. That's a big one. It was healing that you didn't get what you wanted. Another thing I want you to consider doing for yourselves, if you're wanting to, you know, build more for your own soul's purpose and, and, and tap into that is to observe other areas that you feel depleted and areas you feel invigorated. So the first thing I did is I looked at areas that I felt depleted. For me, it was energy, time, and relationships. I mean, this is going back some years. And it's, it's amazing now. But back then, it was energy, time, and relationships. And there's a lot there. There's a lot there. Because it... Knowing that I had depleted energy, I had no time. I was busy all the time, but no time and no freedom and no, I felt like I wasn't healthy. And relationships, you know, obviously besides just going through divorce, but also just watching people come and go, it was, you know, it was very telling. Um, even though I liked the way I was doing things, I mean, as a personality, but it didn't mean that I didn't, I couldn't use some good changes and some discernment, some other things. So what that did is that led me to look at various aspects of my life. So this brought up questions of, well, what do I need to get more energy? Nutrition, health and exercise, movement, body work, right? Body movement, prayer, meditation, gratitude. See, not following society's rules of success means that you're going to have the responsibility and the accountability and you should want it for what do you need what do you need to have greater energy in this world what do you need to have more time better relationships more money better money i should say or more integrity more more possibilities more opportunities all these things the the common equation is you and i found that getting to know myself in my nutrition and my health and my exercise and prayer and meditation and gratitude this tapped me into my soul and this gave me direction this gave me purpose this gave me understanding of myself when you have understanding of yourself and i talk about this all the time you have clarity and with clarity you have direction and purpose and it's not to say that it's the whole purpose there might be a lot more to it but that's the discovery part you know, I, when I said, well, what do I need to do to get more time? I started looking at, all right, what am I really spending my time on? And this also includes how much are you giving to everybody else and not to yourself? How does working on more important areas of your life, you know, contribute to thinking and approaching your work different, right? So I started thinking about my spirituality, my faith and health. I started working on them more. 
Well, suddenly I felt more tapped in and just attuned to everything that I was feeling at an intuitive level, at a soulful level, and it started to change my whole approach to work. Well, then approaching my work different caused me to get rid of the things that take up too much time and don't add any value. And then that turned into, well, now I'm looking at value differently. Do you, do you understand how you're the whole equation? So when we don't build for society's direction of success and just follow this blueprint of like, I'll do these things and I'll be happy. I'll do these things. And this is what, um, how I should live. And this is where I should go. And this is, you know, versus, okay, what do I need? Who am I? Where am I going? What do I want to do? What has the most impact? And, you know, go back to last, uh, episode where I ask a lot of really great questions that differentiate you and make you a, a one of you, you know, the only, not the best, but the only, right? So I then also was like, okay, well, what's going on with my relationships? I thought about this. This is a big one. Are the people I'm around pushing me closer to God and myself or taking me further away? Why does this matter? Because the more I'm disconnected, the more I'm not operating from my soul, the more I'm just trying to fit myself into a society that quite frankly, I'm sure don't, I don't feel like they have an understanding of everything they're doing either. So who I'm around, are they pushing me closer to myself? Are they pushing me closer to God? Are they, am I feeling more invigorated, more connected to myself? Are they supporting me? And are they working on themselves? So now I'm also learning. We have a, we have a intricate relationship of learning with each other. Where are they spiritually? Right? And so as I mentioned, I started looking at places that I was protected from or didn't work out. You know, I, I started looking at, well, why was I chasing doors that are locked? And why am I chasing resistance? And why am I trying to convince, um, you know, myself and others that I need this thing. What is that even about? So these, I want you to consider all of these things in why we sometimes get on a path of, well, this is society's direction of success versus building for soul's direction of purpose. It's a conversation with your soul. So what happened for me is that earlier on, I thought, okay, this is what constitutes success according to the physical world. It took a a crazy fall, in my opinion, for what I went through to be like, what do I really want? And when you start to go down that path of what do you really want and why you really want it and who you really are, and what you really feel and what your intuition is saying and what your soul is saying and what my talents are and what I want to contribute and how I want to contribute it and where I want to go with it. Now your life feels more directional and, and fun in a lot of ways, actually. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean that it's, it's, uh, it's easy. In fact, in a lot of ways, it's actually a lot more work because in a world that is constantly trying to do the society's direction of success, you're trying to do your own unique path of success. That is a very different approach. So people will look at you differently. There's a lot of resilience you have to go through. There's a lot of trusting in yourself. There's a lot of faith that you have to you know, instill. But that's how you become even more of who you already are. You're essentially chasing yourself, <laughs> your best self. Those are the answers you're looking for. There's a million things out there when it says, like, try this, try this, try this. It's really, it is just this beautiful relationship with yourself. 
So I encourage you to, to look at it. instead of with society saying, hey, when you get these things or do things this way, you'll be happy. Try thinking about it from, well, if your soul says, no, be happy, work on you, work on the health of you, the responsibilities, the accountability, the respect, the, you know, the mindset, the perspective, you taking the ownership over your life and your path. Well, yeah, then you'll get these things and that'll be a byproduct of it. And that's more sustaining because the former way basically puts you into a place of um, chase where you'll never be happy no matter how much you get. Whereas the latter way basically says, hey, you're already grateful because you are exactly in receptivity mode and feeling good and being in your most authentic self. And that's attracting the things in its right time. It's a byproduct of your work. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for always tuning in. Uh, please leave a written review on Apple. It means so much to me. A lot of you guys have been doing it even more so lately. I, I, you have no idea how much it helps expand the awareness of the show. I appreciate you as always. Have an amazing day. Until next time, until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in, and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.